You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me as always, and throwing his hands up in I'm disgust, like, yeah. is Shane Leonard. Hi. <laughs> I I'm start like talking, to, all of a sudden you go, Fuck! Well, I'm just trying to open one app, the one app I just opened, and my fingers uh, just wanted to push two wrong apps. I'm, I'm like, like, I'm like, man, what could have happened to you guys like are that betraying me already? Yeah, my eye's on fire. I should dig it out with a spoon. <laughs> Allergies everywhere. Hello. All right. <laughs> so this week, uh, we're going back a little. Yeah, to the future. Uh, because... Uh, we caught up with, oh, uh, yeah, right. well, we want to catch up anyway yeah. at this point with uh, The Dead Don't Die. Right. Which is a movie that might have uh, easily just stayed off the show altogether, except that it's that was a weird J- one. It's Jim Jarmusch. Yeah. Uh, who, you know, he's kind of hit or miss, but. Uh, he's mostly hit for you, though. You really like. I like I like a lot of his movies. Yeah, I like a lot of his movies, but he is a guy that no matter how much you like his movie, mm-hmm. the, you know, you still can't recommend it to anybody without to without so. like a lot of asterisks. Right. You know, yeah, it's like uh, you know you you don't just throw out a recommendation, you know, for like the Lobster. Right. You know, it's the same kind of true. thing. You don't right. you don't throw somebody into that deep end and, unless without you want to any... end that friendship, you know, <laughs> right. and become unreliable. Uh, so it's so it's Jim Jarmusch and uh, Bill Murray, Adam Driver. It you know it's got it's full of everybody. It, if you just looked at the poster or something, right, right, you would go, "How come everybody doesn't know about this movie?" So, yeah. so it's worth catching up on. Yeah, and. Uh, I guess I don't know exactly where you are on a lot of Jarmusch, but um, but I like a lot of his stuff. Like even I know a lot of people who like a lot of his movies, and even among them, right? Not a lot of them love uh, Dead Man. Yeah, and I do. You do. Yeah. <laughs> I really love that movie, and it's the weirdest thing but it's kind of it's almost like you know my dinner with andre right yeah like you could watch that movie some people love it some people will never speak to you again for yeah. making them watch it it's just it's a it's a crazy weird thing and you know you either love it or you don't and even people who like him don't necessarily love that one yeah. but it's weird i've seen dead man and i don't remember a thing except one brief <laughs> Johnny there, Depp. There's moment. a train and Johnny Depp. That's, <laughs> I I'm not a big Jim Jarmusch fan at all, though. I've tried a couple. I haven't tried many. I tried a couple and just they don't they don't hit with me. But I was stunned how much I liked Patterson a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it it was a lot to do with Adam Driver. It was it was probably a half hour too long. It's almost a two hour movie, but they all feel like they're right around the same length. Anyway. Right. And they all almost always <laughs> right. feel to you me could, like they should be a half hour. You less. could shave a half hour off dead man and never know. <laughs> but I remember, <laughs> I remember the repetition and the mundane presentation of his life in Patterson was actually the point. Right. Like, and I thought in that instance, I'm like, I, I normally would hate this, but for some reason this works and I can watch Adam driver just, go to work every day right 
and literally just go to work every day and still be kind of fascinated by it. So that was my high watermark. And for that, I mean, still, I liked Patterson a lot, but I didn't, you know, I didn't love it right. by that measure. So I'm, I'm well, anyway, so, uh, so we're catching up with that. And then, uh, we also, <laughs> I've been messing up the movie we title. Also, we also saw Good Boys, good The boys. Good Boys. Is it The Good Boys? I don't know. I think it's just, I think it's, I think it's The, I think it's just good, but I'm not sure. I'll look. Um, it's wholly irrelevant. Good boys. I'm, I'm guessing. It's just good boys. Um, yeah, so that one came out. So we got both of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's going to be fun. And, you know, I'm telling you, it's the, it's kind of the weirdest thing, but the longer this year goes on, yeah, the more yeah. I'm really starting to wonder, like, what the hell is happening <laughs> with this year? Yeah. Like, if about 35 good movies don't come out in December... Yeah, you've we're lost screwed. The, you've lost the year. Yeah, it's all gone. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be like uh, <laughs> the algorithm at the Academy <laughs> Awards for Best Picture is going to be right. really skewed in a weird way. Right. And I mean, you're going to have, you might have like three animated movies. Yeah. <laughs> this is the year. For Best Picture. Yeah. There is a bunch of good stuff uh, coming up, but it's been even, rough even still, here, it, you know? it's been a weird year. Yeah. Next week, uh, I think my plan next week is that I'm going to try and pick out a bunch of stuff for everyone to put on their calendar, right? Like, yeah, okay. Like stuff that's coming that's... Uh, it's about the time we do it, end that, of August. That will, be, yeah. that will be pretty good. But even going into the next few, few weeks, we've had a couple of weird weeks. If it, <laughs> I was looking at IMDb yeah. just the other day. Looking at like what's in theaters, what's coming out in theaters, and if if you're a fan or put any stock in like Metacritic and stuff, which yeah. IMDb now uh, puts they, they Metacritic put on, on everything, yeah, there's a, anything in the theaters right now that I think is over like sixty eight yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it's pretty low. That's uh, weirdly rough, and and coming out soon. In the real near future, right? There is some good or interesting stuff coming, but you know, you've got like Jacob's Ladder, like oh, yeah. remake weird yeah, thing for no all. reason. The Banana Splits movie, seriously, oh, yeah, right, right. Um, the Fanatic with John Travolta, yeah. Rambo, Last Blood. I mean, I know there's lots of yeah. huge Rambo fans, but like uh, old man Rambo, I don't see old know. man Rambo. Uh, there's just not a lot coming out. So I'm going to try to pick out a bunch of stuff so that everyone, you know, has a handle of on what's coming. I'll just throw them out real quick. Right. Um, and other than that, since we got two movies to do, uh, I'm not going to try and get into any news except apparently Matrix 4 is coming. So you know what's really weird? I saw this last night. You gotta, uh, you gotta... Be really excited for and that. It's, and it's, <laughs> you know what's weird? It's Carrie, it's Carrie Ann Moss, it's Keanu Reeves. Right, it's the Wachowskis. It, it's a Wachowski. I thought, it was, I thought it was two. I thought it was Lily <laughs> and Lana, but maybe it's just Lana. Well, what I heard is okay. that it's just a Wachowski. A Wachowski. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, I. It's so weird, the life cycle of Wachowskian disappointment. You know, because I'll hear I'll hear somebody they're like I I didn't get excited for Speed Racer at all, but they'll do something, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's been a while since a good Wachowski films come out, and in my mind, 
Yeah, it's been because, almost two decades. Because you've erased right. all uh, of I those other movies. And there's enough time. And then time. somebody starts saying <clears throat> the names of movies Again, to you. And you there's go, enough oh. time that passes, like three, four, five years. And then there's like, hey, we got a new Wachowski film coming. And I'm like, yeah. And I forget <laughs> that the last three or four. You forget that the only thing you ever liked was the original Matrix. I like the second one, too. <laughs> to hell with you. But, but, and I keep thinking, like, when am I going to learn? Uh-huh. Apparently, never. Right. So, the idea of a Matrix 4 in the hands of a Wachowski, you know, or them, right. or both of them, I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little curious. Right. I want to know, you know, what's going on. So I, I would be curious, right? Yeah. I, I would be curious, except uh, I have no expectations for this I have whatsoever. No that's the best. That's the only thing you can um, do. Yeah. Because, like, I can't even be curious because it still has to be something that happens after the third Matrix, right? right? right. And, I mean, there's nowhere to go from that dumpster fire. I don't think there is either. Redeem which is part anything, of why I'm curious. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious who gave them money. And I mean, I'm a little curious on that. They'll too. still make money. Because it can't, it, it wasn't Although such a Although their franchise. last couple, not so much. I, right? it, wasn't, but, it wasn't such a franchise. Now, then it was, I think at the end of three, if it had, and it did. I think it's just banking on Keanu Reeves now. It's just that he's pretty popular now. All due respect to Carrie Ann Moss, she's not lighting the John Wick world on fire. (laughs) Right. And if you can get John Wick to be in anything, well then, let's film it. Plus just everybody loves him. He's in, uh, he's uh, got a a role, because I don't know exactly, but he has some role in uh, you know, huge video game release coming up. Yeah. Uh, what is that called? Twenty seventy seven. Cyberpunk. Cyber. Tw- yeah. Twenty seventy seven. Yep. Something like that. He was at like the E three and did yeah. the whole thing, and he so he's and all the place in the was news. Nuts for him. And everybody loves him and everything. He was just in a Netflix movie. Yeah. Where he played himself. Right. And uh, somebody is bizarrely dating actually Keanu Reeves yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But he's everywhere and just everybody loves him. No one's all tired the time. Of Keanu so yet. yeah. Yeah. Plus, you know, it's uh, every couple of weeks. There's more Bill and Ted news, yeah, right, so it's right. just jumping on the bandwagon at this point. I, They're I, like, yeah. I don't care what it's about. I saw the, I just, saw the clip last You just last all night. sit there bending spoons yeah, for right. three hours and whatever. <laughs> I saw the uh, I saw the mention of it last night and was kind of surprised because I haven't seen a lot of news lately. Anyway, I, went, I wonder if that's like new, new, right. or just new. And I read it and it it just said what everything we know about. The Matrix Four, and it was like two paragraphs because right. they don't know anything yet. I think I think what happened is uh, <laughs> in the interim between three and now, yeah. right? Because you know, one came out, and like I've said this before, but one came out, and it's like you took Philosophy One Hundred and made like a movie out of like a f- old philosophy gag kind of thing, yeah. and it was fun and it was cool, and you didn't take yourself too seriously, right? And then you thought you knew everything, yeah. right? And so then you made two and three, and it's like all of a sudden you took like one more class and thought you uh-huh. owned the philosophy world or something like that. And in between, basically, there have been a lot of conversations with like scientists and philosophers yeah. who watched The Matrix and went, if I was in The Matrix, I'd <laughs> right. be able to do, do this. this. And yeah. they went, whoa, right. whole new movie right. now. We can... Whatever. I always, I always told people, 
uh, it's so old now because most people have either seen and it or they've given up I'd on it. I'd just turn into a virus and they're I'd like, be inside you. you go. <laughs> people would say, I don't have enough time to watch Seven Seasons Lost. I went, go watch the three Matrix movies. Because <laughs> it's a great idea that got real popular and then it just started getting away from itself and no one knew how to end it. Right. You know, but... And a bunch of stuff that happened earlier on. And a bunch of stuff on, that goes on. Never matters, made any sense. Haters, yeah, yeah, so... Okay, so that was fun. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that was anyway. That's news. so that's the news. Uh, oh, actually, one more quick bit of news. Um, not that this is actually news, uh-uh. but uh, I, I, speaking of IMDb, I saw this oh. on IMDb. Right, um, they have this like video montage thing uh, today because it's like Peter Weir's seventy fifth birthday or something oh, like that. Really? So they just had like all the stuff that he directed. And I, and I watch this thing. It's like two minutes long. They just have little things. God, little, I'll have to find that. Little like few that. second blurbs of the movie with the names and the year it came out and all this stuff. And I'm like, damn. So <laughs> so the news is go watch a bunch. Of <laughs> That's right on IMDb because uh, I'm looking now. I don't it see was, it yeah. It, well, I'm you know, I don't know. It came up on, Come on. Twitter or Facebook or There's something. There's a lot of Bill Bellamy news. Yeah. That's, I'll have to type in Peter Weir. I like, that, I like Peter Weir's stuff for um, a long time. He's great. Yeah, it, it's crazy. And it's, it's amazing like, how many films he's done that I really enjoyed. And and that, like, you know, stand the test of time. Yeah. Like, a lot right. of them. Some right. of them, maybe not so much. Maybe not all of them, but some of them. But even all the way back to, um, you know, at one point, I didn't even know he directed all the movies that he directed. I just knew that I had seen them a long time ago. Yeah. And, uh, like, uh, Picnic at Hanging Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I... I loved that movie for years, you know, pre paying attention to who directed stuff. And I mean, it's really old movie from like the early seventies or something, but anyway, uh, so the news is go check out a bunch of his movies. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the dead don't die. Uh, so we already told you all what it's about. It's zombies. It's, it's almost trying for like the, world record of like the calmest zombie movie ever right (laughs) like uh uh so bill murray and um adam driver are cops in some sort of sleepy town centerville yeah i I mean it's like what's the joke it's a great place oh it's a nice place a nice place to live (laughs) right it's uh every town usa (laughs) what population about 500 or something who knows it's like some tiny Midwest town, and uh, and all of a sudden there's zombies, right? And y- Bill Murray's response is kind of like, meh. So look at that, there's zombies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so like the first half hour, forty five minutes is just them really slamming home the idea that this is a one diner. Yeah, hick town, yep. and we're the hick cops. I mean, they're not really hicks. I no, guess, but in they're like a negative way. No, but they're just they're just kind of oaky, like small town. Yeah, I mean, Mayberry, they're USA kind of. Yeah, it's like Mayberry, yeah. right? <laughs> and uh, I don't know if Adam, anybody knows Mayberry. And anymore. Adam Driver is Barney Fife, right? <clears throat> Except that uh, he is really serious about his zombies or whatever. Right. Um, so then, you know, zombies start appearing, and and they are the uh, I'm, who's the girl? Is it Chloe? Is it, Se- uh, Chloe Svegney. Yeah, um, I thought it was her, but anyway, so she's also like a deputy, right? Yeah. 
but when we get to the point where at, at one point there's like an attack, some people get killed. Yeah. Everybody says, what kind of animal do you think that was? Or maybe it was oh, a group yeah. of animals or whatever. Everybody has to repeat the same line and stuff. Yeah. Um, and they just go th- weirdly through the motions of a bunch of people who don't know what to do about anything, right? Right. And and so that's weird. And then Adam Driver's like, zombies? And then we finally get to the point where they're zombies, right? right? And everyone involved in the movie is just kind of like, huh. so they're zombies Look now. At them. There yep. they are. Look at that. <laughs> knew, knew that was going to happen. Like yeah. it had just happened. Yeah. Like four or five years ago, and we killed them all, oh, and yeah, now yeah, here God. they are There's again, or something. Yeah. yeah, so the, it happened again. Here's yeah. this. It's just also weirdly calm. And yeah. Stuff. Anyway, so um, that's the basic rundown of crazy zombie movie because yeah. no one had done that shtick yet, right? The, right. There'd been a humorous take, obviously. Right. You know, and Zombieland Two is coming. Shaun of the Dead, <laughs> Zombieland, all right. these things had been done, but nothing like quite sedated. Right. Nothing. Nothing quite as. Nothing was like if reserved. only Bob Newhart was in this movie. That would have been. Right. That would have been it. Right. <laughs> it's like this is. That like, actually would have been perfect. This is like Bob Newhart the movie. Yeah. Right? Uh, anyway, so before we go deep into stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, for like. Let's say for the sake of argument that uh, <laughs> that this movie's like an hour and 45 minutes. I don't know if it is. It, it isn't. It's an... But it, oh, God, you're right. It is. It's an hour and 44 minutes. Uh, I was thinking of it. So like place, for the first place. hour, yeah. right, I give this movie like a five and a half. Like okay. it was... Yeah. It was kind of interesting and weird and cool and, yeah. and it had... It had the weirdest, like, anti-scare moments. Uh-huh. You know, like, they have the dead lady in the jail. Oh, yeah, And right. they kind of, like, look at her, and nothing happens. Right. And, you keep <laughs> and you're like, start what? Moving. Yeah. Uh, but it was interesting and fun, and Bill Murray was cool, and Adam Driver's actually really good. Like, I actually really like him in almost everything. Yeah. I don't like him in Star Wars because I don't like the stupidity of who he's playing, mm-hmm. but it's not like it's his fault. Right. right. But, right. but I've liked him in a lot of stuff and I think he's really good in this. And I think this is a, a really hard movie to act in uh, because yeah. if it goes wrong, there's right. nothing holding there's you up. No safety. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's no, I agree. Nothing around. Right. Um, and then, so I give it like five and a half. And then after that, I give it like one, I guess. Yeah, it fell apart. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's really goofy. And I kind of don't want to spoil things, but I'm kind of going to (laughs) anyway. Because there's, it it gets to a point where all of a sudden there's this weird self referential theme going through it where people are like talking about the movie. Yeah. It's it's like worse than fourth wall breaking, right? It's not like they look at you or acknowledge the audience like they actually start talking about the movie itself right. and it's weird and pointless and the whole thing is very goofy but uh it really just seemed like somebody gave him a bunch of money when he only had three quarters of the script and yeah. then said you have the rest of the afternoon to finish it and he there's, went uh, and there's actually go. there's actually kind of big stretches of the film as far as I could tell, and maybe it, maybe it's scripted, but it felt improvised. Yeah, like really, like we're just going to drive around. You guys just say whatever you want. We'll right. just see what's going on. They're like, yeah, all right, 
We'll do that. Right. And so. they would, uh, I thought it was funny. Their excuse for their being zombies made it so that they could film yeah. like a whole day, day in like day. an hour. It's kind of genius, actually. <laughs> because I, they just go, huh, doesn't seem to be getting dark. Right. <laughs> Even yeah. though more stuff's <laughs> happening and we're still yeah. filming. I don't know. It was, so wait, what's I thought your it was overall? Cute. So my overall is like, like two, two. I get. I guess like two. I really ended up, you know, not getting much out of it. Yeah. For me, you know, unless it's a movie that's like a goofy action movie that's just like popcorn fun and is actually really good or something. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't go that hard off a cliff at the end of the movie and end up getting anything. And still being, you know, I mean, it's so. Anyway, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff in the film that works both under its own pretense, which is very subdued. And again, very, I feel like, I feel like a lot of people, I feel like your average person hasn't seen many or any Jim Jarmusch films and that this right. might be the one. Cause everyone's like, Hey, zombie movie. Well, we got to right. see them all. And I think this and is going to really think, repel. A I lot think of them. Patterson got. A little bit yeah. of push because just because Adam Driver, Adam was Dr- I was going to say, I think popular, people would seek right? him out he's, and they'd be like, "Well, he's in this and it's got a lot of ratings." And, and right. I think the Metacritic review or the IMDb yeah. stuff, I think that will kind of trick you in a little bit too because it is a good film. You just have to endure it. Right. This had so many fun things along the way, but they were so few and far between. And like you, you, you had more of elasticity. You, you know, you're you're at like five for the first hour, and then one for the last forty minutes. Uh, I was a little lower on both of those ends. I wound up giving it one. I came really close to just hating it. Yeah, and hating it because it just stopped trying to do anything. I realized early on that the movie is not for me, even though the genre is all mine. Like, I love right, zombie films. Right. I'll watch a zombie film every day. I don't care. And if there are no new ones, I'll watch other ones that I've seen before. The stuff that it felt like in some way that he was doing is absolutely for, and I usually don't like to do this, but it's like for an art house crowd who would never go see Shaun of the Dead right. or would never see the real, like, Dawn of the Dead, even though socially it says more than what Jim Jarmusch says. Right. And Jim Jarmusch just riffs off it as if no one else has ever seen these things. He feels like he's about... And some of it early on was fun. Some of it is fun. There's There are enough things. I'm going to rip on it for a second and then I'm going to actually... I'm going to turn a little. Um, But there are enough (laughs) things in here that if you've not seen any like film like this in the last 20 years, this is going to seem revolutionary. Right. Like, wow, look at all the things that they're doing. A little bit of a political element. And I like how the zombies, the problem for me is I know too many zombie films. So what looks original to somebody, I read a few reviews. I'm scattering everywhere because I'm trying to remember how I wanted to tie this together. I'm doing it bad. But after we figured out, after I figured out what I was going to say, I read a few reviews and it was like they'd never seen a zombie film before. Right. They're like, oh, his political metaphors are so on point it actually stings and i went yeah but zombie films have always yeah, been political because it's a zombie movie right right <laughs> there, there are things it's the whole there. theory like of the idea movies. that when you come back you're you know some of the zombies are walking around and they're just like lamenting on what they miss the most from their life so right you know one of them's like coffee one of them is xanax the kids are screaming toys and, and you know and you know the thing is that was good. It, Th- that's right. that's where the movie really ended up losing me is that was good right. 
until everyone had the cell phones. And, and that was it, yeah. And, and, and then now, it was too much. Now you're just being... Now you're just tipping too much and you're trying too hard. Now and, it's like when you start talking at the end about yeah the script everything and stuff right and then it's like uh now well, you, now you just think you're a lot more clever than you are if it right uh, my biggest problem with it is it's kind of pedantic in what it's trying to deliver in a message but it's also overly patronizing to things that that i guess could get by on quirk but i don't find it quirky like in your the easily the scene that lost me for good was when the people in the diner are attacked and then you know, it, it's it's kind of fun to see Danny Glover um, just showing up. You know, the, <laughs> Steve Buscemi, Danny Glover, he'll, uh, uh, Iggy Pop. Like, there's tons of all these cameo people because yeah. Jarmusch knows everybody. And he's like, right. want to be in my film? They're like, sure. But it's just kind of funny to he'd be like, you know, you're going to have to go in there. And he goes in, sees it, and he comes out. And like you said, they talk about what did it. Small animals, I guess. Adam Driver shows up in what can only be a hilariously spoof. Like he's a big guy and he's in a little tiny mini car, a right, smart car. Right. He stands up, goes in, comes out, delivers the same line. And they spend like five minutes doing this thing on one line that somebody somewhere thought was really funny through repetition. Right. And I just thought you're wasting time because you don't know how to tell a story, even though Every 15 or 20 minutes of my irritation at what's happening, and not because I want bloodshed. I just want the talent here. Bill Murray, Adam Driver, Chloe Svegney, all these people, they can do great jobs. Right. You pepper it with all these fun moments that are so disposable, but when you think on them, I actually think they're kind of genius. Like the daylight thing, the polar fracking. Right, right. Like the commentary of the social structure that we're in right now, which is the world, people think the world is ending because right. of the politics. Even there's and there's some stuff that will like pop up. Uh, like there's a scene where Adam Driver kills some people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, who are going to be zombies, right. you know, whatever. Yep. Like now you have to kill them right. because we know. Who knows? Right. Uh, and like he just does it, right? Yeah. And uh, I don't remember the character's name, but the Chloe is out there going, what the hell? Right. And he could not be phased less <laughs> right. by the fact that she has some problem with it. He's like, what? Yeah. Like, he's is, just so yeah. matter of fact. And he's like, like, he is, you know, season 10 Walking Dead person. Right. And she's like season one right, Walking right. Dead person. She didn't have to do that. And he's like, just like, oh, what? Yeah, right? right. And. Like that was fun. There's, but it's, but at that point, it's like in the middle of a bunch of other stuff that's just mm-hmm. a mess. Even, even later on, when I'm totally disengaged and I just can't wait for it to be done, I still like feel like I'm doing the heavy lifting for stuff. And maybe I'm just reading in too much because I'm bored. But like there's a, and it's in the trailer, so it doesn't ruin anything. There's a scene where the heroes are kind of in trouble and they're trapped in a car. And the red and blue lights are flashing over all the ghouls as they're walking forward. And I like the I like the political allegory there. You know, I like the I like the stuff that he's doing subtly more than the things he tried to do overtly. Because a lot of the stuff I felt he was doing overtly had already been done fifteen or twenty times previously. Yeah. And if people really think that like this is in innovative and creative and ingenious then they just have to watch more movies it's kind of like how your view of harry potter is even though i disagree with it 
someone says, well, my favorite book is Harry Potter, what, you know, four or nine or whatever. And right. you're like, you got to read more books. <laughs> like, I still think you can actually still have that be your favorite book. But I think if, you, if you're attracted to this movie for what it's doing, you, you just got to see more movies. Because yeah. really what this thing does is derivative. It's almost self-destructive. And I haven't even touched on the fourth wall stuff. When right. they started doing that, I was totally gone. Right. Because it's such a... It, it doesn't... It, if this movie had just like kind of found a way to continue on yeah. with what it was doing, right. it could have been pretty interesting. But yeah. it gets to that point where all of a sudden we're spending a lot of time talking about making the movie yeah and then and then doing it anyway and then it's and then it's like we're in this weird dual world (laughs) that we're trying to present as the movie the movie or something and there's a there's a thing there's a thing like the small things that i really really liked is even amidst all the annoyance i liked all the performances you know, there's this moment where Adam Driver and Bill Murray are walking around the graveyard because, you know, he's got this postulate that it's zombies. Right. So we're like, well, let's go check the graveyard. And the danger is all around him. This is after he notices that it's not getting dark. Right. And that the news keeps showing polar fracking and, you know, the subversive stuff of like the Department of Agriculture and Energy says, it's okay. You know, polar fracking is going to be fine. Right, right. Even though our axis is tilting. He's walking around and all the dangers are there and he's just kind of like slowly piecing it together but not really getting it and he's not paying attention and he falls in an open grave. Right. You know, and I'm like, that's a fantastic metaphor. Like, that's great. Play with that. And then they start talking about, well, I hear this song a lot and he's like, well, it's the theme song. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, oh, no. So I, oh, the no. way that that happened, the way we oh. actually get that in the movie, right? I hated the fact that he fell into an open grave. I thought it was fun. Because he's looking for an open grave. <laughs> that's why it's fun. Because he didn't that's even what, see the danger. That's that was why. In front of him. That's why it's not. No, like because that. he was specifically there looking for. No, it. you're wrong. It's one thing to fall into an open grave, but if you go to a graveyard and you're walking around, right, and you fall into an open grave, what I guess, right, it's success. It's not like the edge of a table, right? Yeah. It's a giant <laughs> hole, right, right, <laughs> and. And he was looking for it. If Bill Murray would have fell into it, yeah, I would have been okay with that. Yeah, because he doesn't buy any of this garbage right, anyway. He's so he's around. just strolling around yeah. or something. I don't know. It was uh, that didn't come together. Tilda me, Swinton being like strange. That was nonsensical and and again and kind stupid. Of got it was the xenophobia of it, which is truly. It was interesting for a little bit, right? Because right? she's just like some weird. Foreigner. And then and then it was like lost, and then it's gone because it doesn't right. go anywhere. It doesn't actually serve any purpose. And and I, you know, I hate to be like a stickler, yeah. weird person thing, right? Right. right. People from Scotland don't sound like her. No, I know. People from, like, she's not well, doing she's not really an impression. Yeah. She's not doing an impression of people from Scotland, right? right. She's doing an impression of people making fun of people from Scotland. Right. And right. and it's awful. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> it's, and I think it's supposed to be, too. And it, and it kind of comes and goes a little bit. The and then single, she's an alien. And then she's an alien. Because she's really I mean, an alien. She's really an alien who's been impersonating someone she saw from Scotland to try to infiltrate for, Maybe, I mean, who knows? I don't know, but I'm not going to spend that much time thinking about it. The single greatest moment of the whole film, the single greatest moment is when Adam driver has to say the word ghouls 
like it's it's so weird how he tries to like manufacture the word. <laughs> and I look, I, I remember looking at Bill Murray's face and I get the feeling that they tried to do it like three or four times and they just kept cracking up. Right. Like he's just got this weird delivery. It's the only part of the film I really liked. Yeah. Just a second. There you know. were there were a few parts uh, of the movie that I liked, but, you know, I like Bob Newhart. I mean, yeah. I'm, <laughs> like I'm a huge Bob Newhart fan. I just kind of like trying to go for like deadpan, yeah. you know, because nobody even tries it anymore, well, you know, and, and no one can do it. It's hard to put, right? right? I was going to say a lot of people may not but try it. Even but even some of the parts like at the beginning when they're just driving in the car, yeah, right? And, and Bill Murray's like, what time is it? And, you know, shouldn't it be night about right. now? And And they're just sitting there and it's like, it's like, you know, what if it really didn't turn night? Yeah. Like, how would you react to right. that? Like, what? <laughs> like, right. what is the response that you have? And a lot of that stuff I thought was really cool. And then they make it all the way to the diner. And everyone mm-hmm. in the diner is like, it's what time? And yeah, right. I, I thought a lot of that stuff was fun, even though it's just simple, like yeah. meaningless. It's not anything that's really like pushing the movie. But right. I I thought a lot of that stuff at the beginning was fun. And yeah. then all of a sudden it's just it goes yeah. completely goofy. Like this movie feels almost like he lost a bet or something and somebody here's what at, at an hour you yeah. have to do this. Right. Or yeah, right. or something. We I mean talk it's about so, sometimes I it's I often forget it, but I love I forget the name of it. We brought it up before the Steve Martin movie where he's a preacher. And someone just slips him a word you got to slip into oh, your, your right, right. Ser- sermon that day, and he's always <clears throat> figuring out a way to do it. Right. Like, it kind of did feel that way. It, it felt also, I know it's not it, but it felt like sometimes when they force a Spider-Man movie out because they're going to lose the license if they don't yeah. have a movie every two years. Speaking of. Right. <laughs> Big Spider-Man news. But, yeah, there is but, Spider-Man news. I, I mean, when it finally gets to, I think I would have been all right if there had been one obvious reference and then maybe one veiled reference to the fourth wall you know i think i might have been okay with that but by the time it gets to the point where he's like you know all right things are gonna end badly he's like you keep saying that he's like well i've read the script right you know and he's like what do you mean jim never gives me the script you know i only get my pages and he's you know when it gets to that point i'm i'm against the movie right because i'm like you know that might be coy and clever in writing 101 but now right. you're now you're lazy in your movie. Now you're making the room. And you don't right. And now you don't even have a way to get out of this, so you're gonna break the wall and just do whatever you want. Well to hell with you. Uh, yeah. Like I I'm not okay with that. Because you didn't earn it to get to this point anyway. Right. Not with not with your and, bibliography, but with and this film. And he doesn't do anything so, with it either. He doesn't. I would have even, even maybe given you a break if there was like another 15 minutes where you do something with that. And then there's I'll tell you. some point to it. Like, you know, like the end of the Holy Grail. Right. <laughs> you know, sure. like the cops come and arrest him yeah. or something. And then, and then we really just break out right right? but he doesn't even do that either he like breaks out and goes but we're still here i kept waiting for them near the end when they kept talking about getting their pages i honestly thought they were going to walk out of the car and walk over to where the lighting right exactly and like walk over to the camera and and stuff yeah if that i was literally i was like if that happens i'm walking out <laughs> like I'm done. I've I've sat through a lot of stuff with you. I'm not sitting through that. Uh, yeah. But see if that. they'd have done that, 
I, you know, I don't know. You might have been able to do something that I thought was interesting with that. If you like, if you just like commit to it, like leave and, quickly and do that, yeah, right? No, then gone. you never know. I would never have sat for that. Anyway, all right. So don't go see that. Like That's no a, one was seeing that anyway. So this is. I'm. I was pretty psyched to be able to see it, and Jarmusch wasn't the drive for me. It was Bill Murray. It was Adam Driver. It was the. It was the cast, and it was the subject. Like I'm all right to see right. almost any, any anything, even zombie. if it's a funny attempt. And you know, you mentioned uh, Steve Buscemi is in it, and this is like the most wasted he has ever he's, been. He's so <laughs> wasted. He's an interesting guy because he's just playing. He's just playing a Trump supporter with his big red hat. But the the only thing that's worth the only thing that's worth him being in the film is when he talks about his dog named Rumsfeld. <laughs> like that's funny. Well, like when you do things like that in your movie, you've got me. I'll well, sit through ten minutes see, of boredom I, just to see a quick. I like. I kind of liked like, that's him. Hilarious. I kind of liked him too when he killed his first zombie. Yeah. Right. And, and oh, he yeah, yeah. and he like <laughs> flips out. Yeah. Right. And yeah. doesn't know there are zombies. Right. He just thinks he killed. Get somebody. off my yard. You know. Yeah. Whatever. I, like that was kind of fun, but he is so he's wasted. terribly wasted. Yeah. So. All right, so uh, moving on so from that, that to Good that Boys. Fun. Yeah. Right. Uh, so Good Boys, right, is um, interesting in a sense because <laughs> uh, interesting for me because Jacob Tremblay's in it. Yeah. And he is, you know, child actor who has been in. He's been a bunch of a stuff. couple at least. Yeah. Really big. Yeah. Uh, interesting things. Speaking right? of the room. Uh. And you expect, right, that, I don't know, that he's not going to turn into Adam Sandler right away or whatever. Right. Um, and there are other people in the movie, but only a tiny bit. Like Will Forte's in it. Yeah, right. Um, who's that other guy that's in it? I think Stephen Merchant, maybe? Yeah, um, I think so. Uh, he's he's in it for like a little bit, yeah. And he is my biggest disappointment in this movie. So uh, if you're out there, because the fact that by the time he gets into this movie, right, yeah, the fact that he showed up, I'm like, <laughs> I can't stand you anymore now, right? Uh, so it's three friends. They're in sixth grade, and I don't even know how to describe exactly what happens. Right? It's. Uh, <clears throat> They're on a quest to get to a party thrown by the really cool kid. Yep. Uh, and like hilarity and misadventures right. ensue because uh, Jacob Tremblay's character is in love with a certain girl that yep. he has never met. Right. Right. <laughs> this is true. This is uh, But she's going to be at the party. Yeah. And so now they all have to go. And, you know, one misadventure to the next. Right. Survive uh, each misadventure yeah, to get in like trouble for the next. The uh, Yeah. It's all three's company. Dad, you know, it, it is. Door dad's, uh, dad's drone gets broken, so now they right. have to go buy another one. These two weird girls from across the street have drugs that mm -hmm. we're trying to exchange and, you know, whatever. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> so... Without going into it again, uh, I gave this one zero. <laughs> Jeez. And I had it too. So I, I thought maybe that would I, be. I will say so here's like a weird test uh, wow, case zero. to throw out, right? Because the question is, right, can you laugh a couple times at a movie? Yeah. 
and, and still, still give it a zero? Right. Yes. And the answer is yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely can. Because there were a couple of times that I was like, all right, that's funny. But yeah. it's not funny in relation to the movie in any way. It's just like if you saw that 10-second YouTube video, right. you would laugh right. because, that, <laughs> because that was funny. There are some right? funny things in there. Uh, there are a couple of funny things that happen. And what's weirdly funny even is some of the stuff surrounding Stephen Merchant, right? Yeah. We could have really had some funny stuff yeah. uh, all around that area, right? right? But we weren't going to go quite that hard an R <laughs> or right. whatever. But there, you could have had some fun with that, which we kind of didn't. You know, he's just kind of like get into the house here's a funny sex doll, right. leave, right. and, you know, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Which, as uh, as we were leaving this movie, my weird problem with this movie is I seriously cannot figure out who this movie is for because it's about <laughs> sixth graders. Right. It's rated R. Yeah. It's fairly R on the, like, you know, Cursing and sexual no innuendo. There's no, no, nudity, nothing, no nothing, nothing, nothing like not that. But it's just drugs and language. Yeah, it's just drugs and like the kind of like jokes we're making about yeah, right. sexual things and right. and stuff like that. Um, and mostly, yeah. Uh, at the expense of these sixth graders who don't know, like, what they're finding in their parents' closet, right. <laughs> or, you know, whatever, right. Right. like nonsense, right? Um, but if it's not for people who are in sixth grade who sneak in, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's not specifically designed for them, then it's specifically designed for people who are like 20 and are really stupid. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, what what's the other argument yeah. there? Who else is it for? I, I think it's for the... I, I or drunk people. It's I for, don't know. It's for that group of people that don't have super bad to watch again and want to have <laughs> something. It, it's a very easy parallel. For me, everyone's been comparing it to super bad. But and it's, it's, it's got some stuff there. But it's not really. It is. Like, like, super bad is funny. Super bad, <laughs> it, all the things that make super bad work are absent here. And I'm not saying that to try to come up with something clever and easy to say. It's just this is so disjointed so fragmented and so weirdly fixated on the things that it seems to see other films do successfully. Like Superbad is basically about three ki- three guys just trying to score some liquor and make it to a party. Okay. Right. And they get distracted by one diversion, sometimes life-threatening, sometimes just threatening. Right. And they overcome it to try to eventually meet up because the party is the end goal. And some of this is just basically filmed in like home ec class and soccer practice. And... I see this film trying to basically do these things around the same idea, but it doesn't have the same cohesion and gravity to make the scenes work, to propel them to the next. So what I'm watching is two or three moments of a skit just to make the next skit happen. Right. And we've got to glue these together somehow, so figure it out. And it just doesn't work. It- and every every step from one to the next is like the most, it is childlike it is. simplicity a, <laughs> that you've a, ever seen in like story writing. Yeah. It's like, well, why are we at the mall? Well, I know. <laughs> like <laughs> there's a big benefit to having just children, especially and they are in sixth grade, but they're first week sixth grade. You know, so they're technically still mentally fifth graders. Right, right. 
if you are writing a raunchy comedy about them and you got kids, you freed up so many things because maybe they have a cell phone, maybe they don't, but they don't have a car. And they don't have these social skills so you can make things stupidly awkward right. and very, very vacant because they're supposed to be kids. For me, this is more like an ineffective Harold and Kumar go to White Castle than it is super bad. Even though the, the ingredients are similar there, like I'm watching them try to go across traffic with sex dolls and just things and I'm like, this isn't this isn't super bad to me. This just feels like they're looking for White Castle. Yeah. And it, even that, which was Whenever I bring that movie up, I have to disclaim it in my own head because I had a blast with it. But at some point, they ride a tiger. Right. You know, I mean, like, literally, they're riding this cat. And it doesn't get any more stupid than that. But it was working because things worked to get them to that point. And in this, every five minutes I watched, I think there was 15 seconds worth of something. <laughs> you know, there was a joke that paid right, off. What'd you give it? Oh, I thought I said, oh, I was two and a half. Oh, two and a half. Yeah. That's awfully I thought, generous. Uh, it is awfully generous, but I had fun with it. The, the first time you asked me if we could leave, <laughs> and I was like, no, it's almost so over. in case you okay. don't know. The first time it was, I mean, and I thought we were pretty close. It turned out we had about a half hour left. Yeah. Because the second time you asked me, like 15 minutes later, I'm like, I think we're really close to the end Well, now. because, you know, the movie ends like four times. I know. I, and I thought we were close. <laughs> By the time it ended the first time, I went, see? I was going to lean right. over and be like, it's see, all, I told it's you. It's over. And then it kind of fades into this other thing. And I'm like, well, this will be real quick. And then it fades into another thing. And I went, I don't even know how much longer we've got. Yeah, it's the uh, once we get to, I would normally say once we get, like you know into the third act right right except that this movie has like it's like six like seven. eight people wrote this <laughs> yeah and we just shuffled the pages together <laughs> or something right. and it's like every, right. we everyone's ending is in it right. or it just right. it just like keeps ending like we get to like a final point and then ah, ha, ha, right like one more one more and bit. then next thing you know like mr roper kicks in the door yeah. and then it's not over right, right. it's like then he tears like, off his mask he's really furly you know and you know the the thing with this movie because obviously you have to compare it to super bad because yeah. in a sense it's very much like the same it really sort is. of and there story. Are, there are right? jokes they try that are the same. Um, but, you know, in this movie, these are the fakest kids yeah. right. that have no basis in reality. These are characters written mm -hmm. by going to like a conference on children, right? right? And going, here's a kind of kid. Yeah. And then go, okay, well, then that could be a kid. Right. Well, but it can't. Right. 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 I mean, they're not that vapid. And you've got, you've got the one kid who likes the rules mm -hmm. and his parents are yeah, getting Lucas, divorced yeah. and he is all he, like, he's safety Nazi, the kid yeah. and doesn't want to do anything wrong or something. And that's all he is. Right. Right. <laughs> like that's, that's his entire personality. Yeah. And the other, the other kid is the, you know, obnoxious, Right. kind of jerky kid it there was a point where i started kind of having like a little bit of fun with it me too and then they fought over the controls for right. the, the drone for the drone yep. and i went oh jesus i mean now it's like <laughs> as soon as they started doing that i was like 
no one involved in this movie cares about character at all. Mm -hmm. Like there is no character structure to this at all because there's no way that kid did that. Right. Like even the minimal garbage that you gave me about who this kid is, why we're here with this drone. Right. The reason we want the drone and how we're going to do stuff with it and all the weight that we just put on not breaking the drone. Right. I'm like, Jesus. I mean, why Why don't you just have the kid hit the drone with a baseball bat? It would make as much sense if he just goes, you know what? Yeah. Screw your drone. Yeah. (laughs) Like that scene where the drone gets into trouble. I'm, I'm with you. Dumb, stupid, telegraphed, uninteresting, repetitive, boring. When Thor grabs the big potted plant and breaks it, and he's like, now we got to break in. Like, that I was, that good. was hilarious. That was good. Because all the other kids smarten up. They're like, how was that a break in? You know, <laughs> even though that kind of subverts the idea later, because I thought that's where they were going when the drone rips the house up. Right. I thought, okay, break in. You right. know, I just, every scene, for the most part, there were some scenes that worked well, but for the most part, every scene that established itself to glue itself to the following scene was mostly just. Blah. It, but there's always some nugget. I think if I watch it again, which I am not, but I think if I watch it again, I could be like, okay, that was the best part of that scene. That was the best part of that scene. This is the line. That's yeah, the great moment. Maybe, except but I that think they're all five minute long scenes and only 15 or 20 second payoffs. Cause sometimes it's not one joke. It's a riff. It's two or three people going back and forth, but that's not enough. But the, the whole thing that is funny or gets, anything interesting you know coming in the film yeah is it's not written as a story mm-hmm. right it's just written it's as like here's gags. a couple of gags yeah. and now we've got to get there somehow yeah and well whatever we have to do to get there is how we get there right and then every once in a while we'll throw in something really screwy right, right. like the girl starts chasing them on on their bikes I, and starts doing these jumps down the stairs and parkour, rolls. Right? Yeah, and, yeah. Except that it's like the lamest parkour Three ever. Three steps and she rolls. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to MacGyver roll after two steps. <laughs> I But I, I love when she's finally, eventually all that stuff we deal with, like, okay, I'm not even laughing. I'm not laughing. And then they stop and the adult shows up. Right. And she's like, he's trying and to she see. Takes and off. then I'm yeah. laughing because I'm like, that's actually funny. I right. mean, I... One of the scenes that's indicative of that to me is when they finally get Thor to do what he's supposed to do, which, by the way, all the characters are wrong except Lucas. Um, But like you said, he's just one thing and kids are not even just one thing. But when they're doing the Rock of Ages performance and like you pan to like, I guess, the principal or maybe just a parent because he's doing like cocaine on the stage. Right. And the musical director is like, this is my magnum opus. You know, I, that's so funny, man. That's funny. No. But this the same kid that we're introduced that, to in the beginning. That would kind of be funny in a totally so different Well, movie. you're getting fired right. funny. Like, that's <laughs> funny. That's funny to me. Um, the kid that we see in the beginning, Max, who's using his computer and tries to secure his door so his dad can't come in. And then there's all this maturation jokes. Right. That's not the same kid I see for the rest of the film. No. That kid is clever for thinking like he's really trying to do things and if that kid was around he was just sucked into like the dumbness of his group friends like that would be okay thor is like this abrasive kind of amalgamation of all these characters and all these other like teen or kid comedies 
yet he's the super talented singer who doesn't vibe at all. I don't believe Thor who steals beers is the same Thor that's doing show tunes. Like right. those kids are not the same. Lucas is the only one. And Lucas's whole thing that's really funny is he's honest to a fault and nobody believes him. His parents are like, hey, right. look, I don't believe you. And he's like, that part was even okay. That right? was pretty that, okay. So if you, like, just, you made if up you take, this whole crazy. If you take these kids and you drop them into crazy situations, I actually think there's a funny film there, but I, we're just not seeing it. No. And we're seeing it in the hands of someone who clumsily is fumbling to try to make something effective and just doesn't know how to get out of their own way to do it. Yeah. You know, and it's, and, and I it's think, too bad. I think there's, Nobody involved in the movie, or it seems like, right? Yeah. There's nobody involved in the movie <laughs> who has been near a sixth grader right. in like right. 20 years right. or since they were a sixth grader or yeah. something. It's all, it feels like Will Forte, because he's old yeah. at this point. Yeah. I mean, he's not crazy old, but he's right, but old, he's old, right? Yeah. He's thinking back to when he was in sixth grade. Oh, sure. And he's telling right? the stories and. At, and he's wrong, right? Like memory does. <laughs> like the video footage does not yeah. connect with what you think. Like all of these kids are like doing this whole sips of beer thing. Yeah, right. As though the, I'm like, that ain't a thing. No, it's like, not even close to a thing. That's, not even close to a thing. That is a thing in like some Mary Poppins book about right. sixth graders or something. Right. Not. Something Even a sip will kill you. you actually yeah. happens. Or I had four. He could only have three sips. I'm going to do four sips. Right, right. And I mean like tiny sips, yeah, right. right? And and then and everyone goes, whoa, all right, he yeah, did it. Right, I mean, it's right. like such a weird, like, I don't know. It's almost like we're trying to make super bad and have it be really rated R, right? right? But at the same time, we're trying to like, you know, lobby for the Disneyland ride. Right. Also. <laughs> and it's tricky because you pick an age group of kids that I don't believe they're as naive about everything they encounter. Right. Like, I'm sorry. In they're, the world of the internet, they're, they're, they're both, absolutely They're both not. too naive and not naive enough. And you can't make them younger because if you do, like, what are they, third Then graders? it's weird, Then right? it's really <laughs> weird. Because, I mean, I just started cracking up. Like, when he comes, when Merchant comes to buy the game card. And they open the door, and Max is in somebody's BDSM mask. Right. That's hilarious, because you have to look down at these kids, and you're like, what am I doing? Yeah, and you know, that would have actually been a lot more interesting if he had a lot more reaction. Right. Because right. he didn't. And they started just they was like, grilling all right, where's the pedophile? And I'm like, I don't know if I'm coming in this house for anything now. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. That's your mom, but she's not moving. Right. You know, I mean... There's just, there's an inflection, there's a hint, there's a lightning strike of something really funny in every single scene. I just wanted it to carry it better just and to do lift anything. better. And it's just, it's just too bad because in some way, in some way, it's very different, the experience, but in some way it reminds me of Booksmart. Okay. Exactly. The trailer for it Booksmart does, yeah. I thought was going to be this incredibly hilarious, not super bad like, but just really effective and fun female buddy comedy and that's and just the year we're fell. having man. that's the year we're in i i thought the trailer for this looked really problematic like oh man this can go wrong in 50 different ways and right. i was undershooting about 200 different ways but, but still it, it had this disappointment of it has potential. a lot of the same problems yeah. though actually as book smart yeah. because it just doesn't 
it doesn't stick with the character. First of all, the characters are not real enough, right? right? The characters in Booksmart are in the same way as this. They're just kind of stereotypes, and then oh, let's, let's pretend that makes a character, right? right? right. And then, even if that weren't the case, mm-hmm. they still don't do anything right. as their character, right? right? They don't, like, move from one place to another as their character. They right. just move from one place to another as the thing who holds up the they're, gag, right. you know? It's just, and it's funny, in Booksmart, like, it's easy to remember, you know, the prissy, like, overachieving girl in the bathroom gets checked by the other girl who's like, you know, I did all these things, I just had fun, in Booksmart, you figure out all the supporting characters are characters. Right. They're not, right. you know, they're not just like versions of something. They're way more interesting. <laughs> and in this, I don't know that I would argue that all of his classmates are very interesting. A couple of them are, but it's just, there's no room for elasticity and stuff because we got to have that gag. And like you said, we got to get them from gag one to two. So it doesn't matter whether they ride a dragon or they like break <laughs> right. into a sex toy shop. Like, do it. So I. And you know, it's so even crazy. Uh, all of the all of the things that I thought were going to get good, yeah. never got as good as they should have because there were no really, yeah, there were several times during the movie where I was like, okay, now this, like, I could make this seem funny, right? Or right. I know there are a lot of writers who could Punch just destroy up. with this, right? Yeah. And then it just it was so flat. The scene where the cop is there and he's been on like the triple just, shift or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh God, this yeah. ought to be What's the guy's name? rolling in the aisles, right? I, oh, I, and then it's just, and then all they can do with it is have them talk awkwardly to each other and go, right. what do you think about politics or right. whatever? Yeah, that is a tricky subject. Yeah, like, right, right. you know, let's act as guilty as possible right. and then blurt out that we we're guilty yeah. and you know yeah. i mean it's like like those are the moments <laughs> where i'm like who is this movie for because right. you could make this a you lot funnier so much more funny really that easily that scene too because he's perfect in it yeah he's not he's as weird as this sounds that cop is more fully formed as a character to me than the kids are in those moments trying to like get away from him between that cop scene and the paintball scene, which I thought was ridiculously humorous, even yeah. though I, it's absolutely impossible. But I was laughing. I mean, internally, I don't think I cracked up outside, <laughs> but I was like, this is really fun. I think that was the last moment I was really with the film. Yeah. And I wasn't even really with it. By really with it, I mean, I'm like five. Yeah. You know, but I still was having enough fun with it because it, it, with all of its problems, I felt it was still kind of earnest. It just was ineffective. Yeah. Like it was genuinely just trying to like give me a good time. And I went with it and I still couldn't have much fun with it, but I did enjoy nah, the parts of it. I, so. I couldn't even go with it that much. Zero. There, there, are, there are a couple of funny parts, but it just, yeah. it doesn't matter. For every funny part, Mm-hmm. There was a point in the movie where I went, oh my god! Well, they, and those <laughs> happened, like the scab whistle, like and that, those the scab should not out, be like, good, oh. right? Like the if you have any of those, yeah. and then when they see the mall in the distance, yeah, right, and then all of a sudden they get to the uh, highway, <laughs> then the highway's in between them, and they have to get to the mall to buy this drone. And as soon as we like pull back and they're looking up over the hill and we see the highway there, like there's this highway, like they had to build that whole oh, highway. Yeah. There's no right. such highway as <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like you could just perfect. Yeah. stumble in out of the desert yeah. or wherever they're supposed to be. 
But as soon as we see that highway, I I did that mm-hmm. like out loud because I knew I had like 10 minutes yeah. of watching crap oh, as yeah. they try to get across yep. the highway. And yep. it was awful. Yeah. You could just see it like as though you could see it all at once. You know, mm-hmm. as soon as you see that highway, it's all over. And then the sex doll shows back up yep. and I'm like, you know, now three's company would this roll its eyes at you right. now. Yeah. <laughs> You're in a pit. Of- Even when I'm gone from it and they're doing like, you know, one of the six endings and Max is like, <laughs> got a girlfriend, lost his girlfriend, got a new girlfriend, lost that girlfriend. Those girlfriends are girlfriends. Like, and he's just I, crying his I, eyes I out. I liked that I part. That. I liked I that part. Fun. And here's what I thought. As soon as they started doing that, right. Yeah. And they're, they're doing that whole ending almost montage except Mm -hmm. that it's kind of not exactly but you know he gets with the girl he's not with the girl he gets with a new girl (laughs) and all this stuff and i was like if this just keeps going till they're like 30 i'm in i'll give you like a star just for that i was like let's do more of this (laughs) like if they would have just kept going on and on and on and watch in like really rapid succession, yeah. How these three guys turn out exactly as expected, right? Like all right. the, yeah, <laughs> all the billiard shots line up exactly right, and then we see that that would have been great, right? But no, no, that's not what we got. So anyway, I don't even know that. I, I might suggest somebody go see this, but I don't think I would really tell them they're gonna love it. But like a seventh grader or. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take. Yeah, I'm let's serious. Take it, let's Who take your is this yeah. movie for? Well, this is like this is like my buddy Joe. He walked into. He didn't realize what he was doing. He brought like his like 11 year old to see sausage oh, sausage party, party. <laughs> and he's watching the opening scene and he's like, "Wait, this is real? What? Oh my god!" And he looked around the theater and there's no one else there except adults scowling at him. And he's like, "Oh my god, how do I get out of here?" You know, I think that's the mistake you might make, you know, so. And then somebody would enjoy this. It's, and and, that, would and enjoy that would be great. It. And now it's forever changed. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got to get anyway, out of here now. Next that. week, I am not even sure because even there's a lot of stuff coming yeah, out and none of we'll it's get. real interesting. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Maybe we'll just watch this again. So. Yeah, that'll be good. All right. Uh, but next week, uh, make sure you tune in next week because I am definitely going to run through some movies yeah. that you got to stick on your calendar yeah. and. And some that might not, you know, be the next biggest thing of the week. So you might overlook it. So uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.